in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon. Right now it's 12.06. And you're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, depetro.com. Right now, it is 12.06. And, you know, folks, I really want to um, uh, draw your attention to the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, simply because we have original video, original content, original stories, you can't find it anywhere else. And we're going to be doing a lot about the voting. If you've seen, there are the sample ballots that are out right now. And as I have been um, predicting, I, I think there's going to be a lot of problems with this primary. I don't think the primary, by the way, I don't think it's going to be resolved in time for the general, as a matter of fact. So I think that the people don't even know and fully understand just how convoluted the Rhode Island, uh, how our voting system has changed, how the fact that notice there's been such a difference um, with the way the campaigns are this year. And, and it's, it's not democracy and it's not serving us better and it's not serving the people better i don't think in any way notice there's also there's no no one has campaign offices anymore do you remember they'd have like the big opening of uh you know someone would announce that they had their campaign office that they were opening many times they'd even have several campaign offices and you don't even you don't have that um I'll tell you something else. This, the political correctness that has entered into uh, our political system, it's it's not for the better. And a good example is, and again, I want to welcome everybody in. Folks, we also, uh, this hour, we simulcast on Facebook. Good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook. Uh, Remember, you can... Send stars to show your support. There we are. There I am. Uh, and then I'd like to make sure you share. Here we go. This is the noon report. But the um, as far as some of the local elections, I, I'm, I think local elections can still work. But on the statewide basis, there's just there's no way. Good afternoon, everybody. That um, that it's it's working out that way. I don't believe that. Um, I think a lot of uh, the damage that has been done is is really going to come into play in this election. So um, there's the uh, Facebook Live crowd. Folks, uh, 1209. <coughs> Excuse me. Goodness. Come on, Juan. There we go. This portion of the program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Listen, if you like delicious the most delicious farm fresh vegetables, sweet corn, zucchini, eggplant, yellow squash, tomatoes and cucumbers. Local honey is available and they have 
the fantastic Placata Green Giant Abravites in stock. Hundreds to choose from. Some are 11 feet tall already. Three feet, 11 feet, fast growing, deer resistant, beautiful natural border instead of a fence. Folks, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop in and see them. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron hanging pots, hanging patients, large selection, beautiful patio pots. They're having an incredible season. Annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs. Remember, they're a full scale nursery. They're open seven days a week. Look for them on Facebook. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. <clears throat> so, folks, I want to draw your um, attention again to the website, dpetro.com. Where we continue, you know, it is comical for me with some of the newer people that sometimes stumble into the program and they say, gee, I I don't get it. Your stories and videos are different than the stories that we see in like Channel 10 and Channel 20. Yeah, exactly. Because it's it's live. It's unedited. You're treated as an adult. Check it out at topetro.com. Brought to you by Home Again Consignment. There's a link there. John runs a great store, Governor Francis Shopping Center, fine furniture, art, antiques, glassware, jewelry. Estate sales are provided. It's home again consignment. So the um, <clears throat> the Democrat debate, the Democrats that are debating right now, right, because they have the primary coming up. Early voting starts a week from t- a, a week from um, a week from t- tomorrow. A week from tomorrow is when early voting starts, the 24th. And it, it's going to be a disaster. It's going to be a mess. This, this is, but, and it's, it's altered the landscape. So there's a couple of things that, and I, I recognize a lot of people aren't going to get it. They're not going to realize this till after it kind of blows over. But it's, it's now all about scavenger hunts. It's all about getting votes in hand. You know, Governor McKee is getting all these union endorsements, and that's not good for you, and that's not good for me, and that's not good for us. Because there's IOUs attached to all those endorsements, and that means he's just going to give out all these different no-bid labor projects that don't help anybody. And if anything, it, um, it's bad for the taxpayers, right? But he's going to do that, and that's he believes is his path to re-election. He's decided to become, uh, he is in fact, you know, the special interest labor uh, Democrat candidate. <clears throat> but another part that is um, part of the, the, the process that, that doesn't work is <clears throat> of the candidates running for governor, One of them, now Channel 12, by the way, is coming out of the poll later today. Now, in the past, when there was going to be a debate, they used to have a threshold. You had to be at least 5% in order to, I think it used to be 5%. You had to raise a certain amount of money to to qualify for the debate. But now, because the progressives have taken over... And you get someone like that. Um, his name is Dr. Luis Mones. In the last Channel 12 debate, or excuse me, the last Channel 12 poll, any poll you've seen, 
This guy, he ran for governor four years ago and got like 1% of the vote. And so, but he ran as an independent. So he says, okay, this time I'm going to run as a Democrat. So he's running as a Democrat. He has no money. He should be running for Dr. Louis Daniel Moniz. He should just be running to see if he can get elected. But no, he has to run for governor. Community organizer, activist. So you look at any poll and maybe he's pulling 1% of the vote. So he should not be included in the debates, period. But why are they going to include him in the debate? Dr. Luis Daniel Moniz, well, you have to include him because he's Latino. <clears throat> that does not serve <clears throat> the general population. You know, there was a radio debate yesterday. And you got to understand, if you're Governor McKee, <clears throat> Governor McKee wants this guy in the debate. Because every time this guy's talking, Nelly Gobea is not talking. Helena Folks is not talking. I don't know what kind of campaign Matt Brown is running, but when he does talk, he says at least some things that have some meaning. By the way, none of their programs, Matt Brown, none of it would ever be realistic. They basically want to turn Rhode Island into Venezuela. But Governor McKee is more than content to allow that guy to talk. <clears throat> and I'll say this. So there was a radio debate. And typical. So it's Democrats. The only reason he's included is because he's Latino. He's got 1%. And as you can imagine, he did the most talking in the debate. Like, do you you know how broken that is? And by the way, that's so typical of, you know, if you ever, I don't miss when you work in a company and they say, we're going to have everybody get together in the conference room and we're going to have brainstorming and all this other stuff. Because most of the time, the people... Um, with with the least amount of experience, do the most talking. That guy shouldn't even have been included. And watch. I think, you know, there's supposed to be a Channel 12 debate. There's supposed to be a Channel 10 debate. They'll all include him. There has to be a threshold. McKee is using that guy to hide. Governor McKee, his defense of this stupid soccer stadium, his talking point, We can't, I'm not going to leave the people of Pawtucket behind. Like, what does that even mean? Suddenly now it's Black Hawk down. This, the whole reason he's doing this, the most expensive minor league soccer stadium in the entire country has nothing to do with soccer, has nothing to do with the people of Pawtucket. It's nothing more than a gift to labor. No bid contract for the unions. They can juice up the price by 30%. Period. End of story. Because none of the other stuff makes sense. Of course it doesn't make sense. Patriot Place with the the New England Revolution. They're Division I. They're a real uh, top soccer. They're in the top league for soccer. I don't follow soccer. I coached it, but I don't follow it like that. They barely draw 18,000, barely. And that's with the craft organization and the New England Revolution doing everything in their power to get people from Boston to go to the games. 
So you're going to build the most expensive minor league soccer stadium less than 20 miles away from Patriot Place. Total ludicrous. There is no blueprint. Hey, by the way, Channel 12 also discovered the guys building the stadium. Yeah, they also built a stadium in Arizona. And before it's even completed, they're already leaving. That's who McKee. But see, of course, it doesn't make sense. Of course, it does not make sense because it's not being done that way. Um, The amount of outside money that is in the laborers coming in now to try to help Dan McKee. uh, A Washington entity called Forward Rhode Island dropped 200,000 called the Build New England Fund. See, he's just getting all the laborers money. Why? Because he has opened up. McKee has said to the laborers, if you get me governor, I'll just give you project after project, no bid contract, whether we need them or not. Um, governor McKee, it's, it's nothing. It's nothing about, gee, that's a good business opportunity. It's, it's so not about that. And instead, it's just all about giving gifts to labor, because think of that. How many buildings would they have to build and get the contract for, by the way? And they don't want any type of competitive bidding. Um, instead, they just want gifts. And Governor McKee is more than happy to step in and hand them a huge, not one of the most expensive, the most expensive minor league soccer stadium in the country. And his talking point is, I'm not going to do that to the people of Pawtucket. Like, it's such a joke. Dan McGowan broke. Labor is coming in with 200 grand for Governor McKee. See, now they're going to pump in all the money. Now, here's the thing about this, though, folks. Years ago, it would have been. The laborers, the unions, they put out the word, okay, on election day, go and vote for, you know, this candidate, candidate A, candidate B, whoever the hell it is that they're endorsing. Not this time around. Now, they say, come fill out your ballot at the headquarters. They want what I would call, they want cash in hand. They want vote in hand. They're not leaving it up to. What if on election day it's raining and people don't want to go out? What if on election day somebody doesn't feel well? What if it's beautiful out on primary day and someone says, forget that. It's 90 degrees. I'm going to go down what's left of the the beach or I'm going to go play golf or whatever. Totally now it's all voting ahead of time. Um. Eli Sherman at Channel 12 has learned the Phoenix Rising may leave its new stadium in Arizona. And Johnson stepped down last fall. The Pawtucket Stadium developer, Arizona team may leave the newly built facility. How would that, That's what we could be looking at. That's what we could be looking at. A situation, <coughs> excuse me, where we have the, this beautiful new stadium. And no team to, to perform there, to play there. Absolutely could happen. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, I am telling you, boy, McKee, 
He, that guy is so slippery. That Dr. Moniz, the guy shouldn't be included in the debates. He shouldn't. Uh, I'm going to share my thoughts on this Democrat primary in just a moment. But this portion of the program, folks, it's brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Listen, get your driveway paved. Have you been thinking about having it done? J. Perry Paving, high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, general masonry projects, J. Perry Paving. Call them today for a free estimate at 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Licensed and insured contracted company committed to meeting their clients' needs, no matter how big, how small. Exceptional driveway asphalting. They specialize in laying brand new asphalt pavement, removal, repair, resurfacing. Call them for a free quote. Whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway. J. Perry Paving. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. 401-732-1730. And remember, if you're a veteran, there's no one better with veterans than J. Perry Paving. 401 401- 732-1730. Folks, visit the website, depetro.com, and don't forget, depetro.com, which is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. Right now, what are you doing for lunch? Pop in. Brood Awakenings, three locations, Johnston, Cranston, Pontiac Avenue, and also Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Discover the brood difference at Brood Awakenings. Fresh food, great environment, uh, so comfortable in there. They have the drive through in Warwick and Johnston. Fresh ingredients. They have the big, comfortable chairs. The food is delicious. Right now, a great lunch is waiting for you. Or if you're going to meet with someone this afternoon, do it at Brood Awakenings. Folks, I wish I had um, I wish I wish had better news. But what they're going to try to do, <clears throat> I'm going to tell you right now how the race for governor is shaping up. Is you have Nellie Gorbea, right? Secretary of State. She should not be the Secretary of State. She altered the voting rolls. She has the voting rolls. She should have been forced to step aside the moment she announced for governor. Should not be running the election. She controls the voting rolls. Her and the Board of Elections, anything that goes wrong, they point their fingers in the other direction like the scarecrow. She should not be there. She altered the voting rolls. They're not transparent. The amount of fraud that you're about to watch take place is just... Remarkable. But right now, this is the game. Governor McKee feels that with the help of the unions, he can outsteal the election from Gorbea. That's what's going on. This is not an election. This is not democracy. These debates, if you want to call them, are, are a sham. <clears throat> if these were legitimate, if this was going to be in a legitimate primary, the one to watch in the Democrat primary now. Now, I'm going to vote in the Democrat primary. There's no reason to vote in the Republican primary. I mean, there's one uh, contested race for lieutenant governor, and I'm very confident that Aaron can win that. <clears throat> I'm going to vote in the Democrat primary. I don't need to vote for Mayor Fung on September 13th. I'll vote for him in November when it counts. But the one to watch, if, if we really had a legitimate fair election, the one to watch in that Democrat primary is that Helena folks. She ran CBS. 
She is not in the pocket of anybody. She's not. McKee is beyond compromise. If McKee wins, we lose. I want to repeat that. If Governor McKee wins, the people of Rhode Island lose. Because his debt, his IOUs, the things that he's agreeing to in order to get all these endorsements, and they're going to pump all this money to try to get him over the finish line. There's nothing. They, they, he, that guy is in such a zone, he does not care. He will say and do anything to win this election. His talking points are so pathetic. I'm not going to leave the people of Pawtucket behind. What does that even mean? Why? Because they because they lost the they lost the Paw Sox because Mattiello was shaking them down, and Ramundo wouldn't stand up to him. <clears throat> That's what happened. If Ramundo, if they'd blown the whistle on Mattiello, they wouldn't have gone to Worcester. Now. Listen, I didn't like the fact that we lost the Paw Sox either. I, I don't know how big it is. Some people like it. Uh, they seem to be struggling a little bit. Baseball's on the decline. But this, if, if a developer wants to come in here and build something, then listen, just make the system fair. Have it transparent. That, that's what you get with people to develop. Now, a lot of people listening right now at 1227, I recognize that a lot of people listening or watching don't go down to Newport. As a matter of fact, most of the time on a weekend, most of the people in Newport are either tourists, they're people from Connecticut, they're people from Massachusetts, they're people from Boston. You get a lot of tourists that come into Newport. But if you did, traditionally, the people of Rhode Island, they go down to Narragansett, like the real Rhode Islanders. The people on the East Bay, they go to Newport Second Beach, maybe. But anyhow, in, which is really in Middletown. But if you go to Newport, <clears throat> of which I was just a, a week ago, one of the things that stands out is the uh, amount of new construction and new hotels. And I mean big hotels that have gone up. And folks, they're not having the city of Newport give them millions. They set a rate, everybody abides by it, and then boom, you just let the free market take over. That's what's going on. You don't have all these insider deals. So the Superman building, that, that's a joke. That developer should not be getting that kind of money. McKee is doing that. But the laborers, because they want to build it. He's doing the soccer stadium. This guy is beyond compromised. Totally compromised. But so Nellie Gorbea is basically, remember, her former chief of staff is running for mayor. And <clears throat> so I believe they, they have votes. You watch, like this is a joke. I mentioned yesterday that Senate President Dominic Ruggiero, now they're sending out letters, mail to people saying, let us know, let me know if you want a mail ballot. Like, what is that? That's a form of intimidation. That's totally intimidation. Dominic Ruggiero enclosed as a mail ballot application for the upcoming Democrat primary election on September 13th. So he sends out a letter. Um, If you choose to vote by mail... 
return this application, North Providence Town Hall, North. You can mail it, return envelope, or hand deliver it to the Board of Canvases. Listen to this line. If you or someone in your household require additional mail ballots, let us know and we'll assist you. Why would someone need additional mail ballots? If you or someone in your household needs additional mail ballots, why would someone need an additional mail ballot? Now, the real answer is they don't want you going. If someone were to say to Dominic Ruggiero, you know, I think I'll just vote on election day. They don't want, see, they don't want that anymore. They don't want that anymore. Um, they want all votes handed in ahead of time. Is that democracy? Folks, you know what else is just a joke? Is this whole thing about, um, you know, suppressing the vote and, you know, all these homeless people that have to vote and blah, blah, blah. I mean, the whole thing is just a joke. Absolute joke. All right. I see I have some email I'm going to read. Uh, if you'd like to send me an email, go to the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, and then just click on Contact John. Folks, this portion of the John DePetro Show is brought to you by AtMed Urgent Care. Remember, next time you have an emergency, forget about going to the emergency room. AtMed Urgent Care. Johnston, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston, and also 5750 Post Road East Greenwich, AtMed Urgent Care. Care, urgent care facility, conference about pair, outpatient health care, individuals and families. They provide immunization, school, sports, physicals, AtMed, cost-efficient health care alternative, services diverse, wide-ranging, AtMed urgent care, walk-in routine urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic and trauma, physical exams. And remember, now for instance, First Lady Jill Biden has COVID while they offer mononuclear antibody infusions at Med Urgent Care. Stop in. If next time you have an emergency, forget about waiting eight or nine hours at the emergency room. Go to at Med Urgent Care. Boom. Within an hour, you get seen. 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston and also 5750 Post Road in East Greenwich. Folks, visit the website, dpetro.com, which is brought to you by the Senadale Revival. Comfort Food and Cocktails, 2025 Smith Street, North Providence, Saturdale Revival. Shane, right next door, Stella Suites, right across from North Providence Town Hall, the Saturdale Revival. All right, I want to get to um, some of the email that I have, uh, starting with this one. Uh, hi, Juan. Does bad hair and makeup make Bob a bad attorney? Uh, no, but good hair and makeup doesn't make her a good attorney. Uh, I'm going to say right now what I have said. If this is who's representing President Trump, if this is the best legal person he can get, he is doomed. If this is the best legal person, because Christina Bob is a clown. She is an embarrassment. Laura Ingram is trying to help her. I don't give a blank. She is an idiot. And I don't agree with anything she's saying. She gave that horrible interview last week. I want to play maybe the full segment, but no, if this is the best he can do, this is frightening. There's far better attorneys that should be out there for President Trump than Christina Bob. 
totally, you know why? Because she's incompetent. Her talking points are terrible. She was on One America for crying out loud. That's below Newsmax. You think she's the best? She stood there on site. Christina Bob. Oh, are we all supposed to like her? Because she's President Trump's attorney? I'm going to tell you what I told one of his people. Fire her immediately and get real counsel. Or he's in real trouble. And if he's in trouble, we're in trouble. Christina Bob with Laura Ingram. What an idiot she is. Listen to this. On Thursday morning, and then a few hours later, Merrick Garland gave a three-minute press brief where he didn't even bother to disclose oh. to the American public that President Trump was trying to be helpful in the situation. Well, what, what so specifically I, was President Trump suggesting? It's, I mean, everyone wants to bring the temperature down. I think that's a noble you know, desire, yeah. of course. But what specifically does he propose that he can do at this point? Sure. Well, I think he was looking at it saying the American people don't trust the FBI or DOJ. They Whoa. lied about Russia, Russia, Russia. They lied about Crossfire Hurricane. They lied up. to uh, Congress. Comey Stupid. lied to Congress. And, uh, McCabe lied to everybody. Oh they lied God. to the FISA board. The American people rightfully don't trust the FBI right now and don't trust the Department of Justice. You're wrong. But they do trust President Trump. And he has a big platform. He has a big following. And so I think it was a genuine olive branch to say, I'm trying to help this country. They don't trust you, but they trust me. What can we do? Ridiculous. And they ignored it. Well, you know, short of dropping the case, dropping the case, I'm not sure what Merrick Garland would do at this point. I mean, you know, right? Just drop, you know, let's move on. I mean, I don't know what the Justice Department's going to do. They're not, they're not in favor of releasing the affidavit. We know that. Right. Um, but I, I think it would go a long way to just show that they care that they are putting this nation through angst. The American people are frustrated and angry. They love Donald Trump, and no one believes that this is a real a real case. They believe it's a witch hunt. No, so no one believes that. No one thinks that. The fact of the matter is we don't know. That's the best he has. If, he, that is the, if she is the best we have. Let me tell you something about the FBI. The FBI is the finest law enforcement investigative agency in the world. <clears throat> when there's a real investigation and they need someone to get at the root of what happened, who do they call in? The FBI. I've had it. I'm telling you right now, this is ridiculous. She is a, an idiot and a moron. Oh, yeah, we trust you, honey, over the FBI ludicrous listen every organization every organization has had problems you want to bash the fbi the way they handled the whitey bulger case in massachusetts of course calls them into question i don't deny that in in every organization you can have an element where there are people of corruption whether it is for crying out loud catholic priests whether it is the White House with the Clintons, whether it is or not, in fact, there can be a police department that has corrupt organ people. To just flat out say, oh, yeah, we believe you and trust you, Christina Bob, over the F FBI. <clears throat> President Trump contacting Merrick Garland, that was a mistake. He's not thinking clearly. He was rattled because they raided Mar-a-Lago. That was a mistake. No, the, the FBI is not corrupt up and down. Rudy Giuliani is the target of a, 
He's about to be indicted in Georgia. I can't believe they put her out there on Laura Ingram. I, I really can't. The people of the country can't don't trust. Shut up. She is such a zero. If that's the best he can do, like this, this goes back to, you know, Sidney uh, Powell. Sidney Powell released the Kraken. Whatever happened with that it was all lies. Let me go through some of the other email. Uh, I'm not sure which one that refers to. I agree with everything she just said. The entire situation is a witch hunt. Get Trump at all cost. You don't, we don't even know what they have. It's not, listen, let me explain something. If you believe that, then you're believing bad talking points and things keep moving. Let me ask certain people right now at 1238. So, so you want what? You want, I mean, I can't believe I have to say this. What do you want? You want dead FBI agents? Is that what you want? You want to have nutcases like Ohio? Start going and firing at FBI agents. Oh, okay. Yeah, that seems reasonable. What? Do you realize what had to be signed off here? You have to show evidence of a crime, a witch hunt? Where have we heard that before? Listen, this is, you're talking about classified information. So the person, and I get that people can send email and wonder about this and that. But, all right, here's the thing. Is President Trump a criminal? Listen, we don't know what they have. We don't know what they have. I'm willing to say that we don't know what they saw that justified the raid. Neither side knows. So people that are asking questions like that, I don't know what it is. But I know that it started with the Monday night which was the FBI planted evidence. And folks, let me just be very clear at 1239. And you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. If, if right now, if you believe FBI agents went into Mar-a-Lago and planted evidence, then I, I have, then you, you have, you're delusional. You have left reality. You're now in with the crowd. Maybe, maybe Mark Furman planted it. Maybe he's back from the OJ case. So the FBI opened up President Trump's safe and planted evidence. If you believe that, you need, you need real help. You're, you're in a cult. I can't help you. I can't. You are delusional. I don't know how you got to that place. But the people that are telling you that... It's, it's all like it's, it's just full of lies. I, I refuse to be part of that. So therefore, right, therefore, it's OK to attack the FBI agents. Therefore, it's OK for that nut in Ohio to start firing in, outside of Cincinnati at FBI agents. That's basically what you say. Oh, no, I'm not saying that. Yes, you are. Civil war against the FBI. Huh. Yeah, much like summer 2020, BLM and Antifa were all against the police. <clears throat> what were their protests? No good cops in a racist system. You know what their argument was? Every police organization is racist. I don't agree with that. I don't believe that. I know that's not the case. 
So th- this this business of we the, the fact is we don't know a witch hunt. How can you make a statement like that? You don't even know what they have. There's obviously people cooperating. So and I don't here's the difference, though. I don't pretend to know what they have. I'm watching this play out. But what I won't have or I have no patience for, I should say, I mean, people are going to do whatever they want. But what I think is ridiculous is people start making announcements on things when they have no information. But I'm telling you right now, if, if that's the best he can do for legal. So are we all supposed to rally around Christina Bob now? Is that the game? So she's the great. <clears throat> she's the greatest. Well, she must be the greatest because she's on TV with Laura Ingram representing President Trump. Is that what we're supposed to believe? She is absolutely incompetent. And that shows me that his judgment is off, that he is even using someone like that. According to the Washington Post, Christina Bob was part of the White House war room at the Willett Hotel in D.C., the lead up to the attack on January 6th. How in God's name he hired her. She's the one that received the information. She's the one that blabbed, yeah, they were watching the whole thing. Listen, there are good attorneys. There are poor attorneys. She was working for One America. Should tell you plenty right there. President Trump needs a skilled D.C. criminal defense attorney. The best that money can buy. That's what he needs. Not, listen, in her mind, it's novelty. In, in her mind, the whole reason it's a win is because she was on TV and representing President Trump. All right, actually, I have the full interview. What are they hiding? This, this is, it's so frightening that this is who he's hired. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. There's nothing good about this individual. Here we go. Of the affidavit. Well, President Trump has uh, been very straightforward in that he supports all transparency through this process, and he wants what's best for the American people, and he's going to rely on the courts to do the right thing. So he will not then submit, or you will not submit, a motion to the court to release the affidavit in opposition to what the government said today? Uh, We support what Judicial Watch started. We're watching it very closely, uh, trying to, to gauge what's happening and we'll respond accordingly. So I don't have uh, an exact answer today. We're, we're watching the situation and seeing how it develops and we'll respond in a way that we think is best for the American people. So no, determine on, no determination on that as of now, because that, that is the most crucial piece of information, because that document yeah. apparently establishes, they, they say, probable cause. It includes sensitive information. The government's arguing Uh, I want to just be very clear here. Laura Ingram has a brilliant legal mind. Laura Ingram, I want you to listen to the way she's trying to walk this person through things. 
Laura Ingram is not rolling over for this Christina Bob. Um, it continues. A compromise, uh, I guess, uh, cooperating witnesses, and it's their so far. It's their case against President Trump, such that it is. Right. You're exactly right. And supposedly it does have probable cause in it. I find that uh, a little bit hard to believe. Obviously, a judge signed it. But knowing the background in the situation, I don't think there is probable cause to do what they did. So uh, I am myself curious to see what's in it. And we're we're looking forward to seeing how this all plays out. But you're not I mean, it, I mean, I don't know, given given the president's comments earlier, we would think that he would want it all out out there so everyone can see it. In the light of day, I'm still not following what would the concern be on your part for not having it released. No, we are we are supporting it. We're not I'm not aware of any effort to oppose it. We just are following the lead of the case that's already going and, and watching to see what happens in response to it. But okay, fair, uh, fair he enough. absolutely yeah. Fair so he's he's not opposing its release, but he's not gonna urge that it be released. Is that a correct characterization? I think I would say that's a fair assessment at this point, yes. Okay. Um, on the issue of the passports, which uh, to me is just <laughs> another ridiculous wrinkle here. Um, earlier today, the president said um, that the FBI stole his three passports, one expired, um, that it's an assault on a political opponent at a level never seen before in our country. And apparently you told our producers just before the show that the passports have now been picked up. So you got them back. Uh, two expired. One's the diplomatic passport that every uh, former president gets to keep in his possession. I, have now been picked up. So you got them back. Uh, two expired. One's the diplomatic passport that every uh, former president gets to keep in his possession. I, what's your view on this? Was just this is just an honest mistake? Was it? Were they in a? Uh, I don't know about like any honest. I, I won't give them break. that much credit at this point. I think this goes to show the level of. Um, audacity that they have. If you're going to execute a raid on the primary residence of the president of the United States, you need to do it perfectly. There's no room for error. And when our Fourth Amendment rights are at stake as a nation, you cannot be flippant in any way. So I, I don't give them a pass as this was Fair a simple point. mistake. Like I think it goes mistake. to show how aggressive they were, how overreaching they were, that they were willing to go past the four corners of the warrant. And to take whatever uh, they felt was appropriate or they felt that they could take and then go back through and look through everything and once they realized, oh, whoops, maybe we went a little too far, then negotiate the return of it. And that's absolutely not the way a warrant is supposed to be executed. So, no, I think they were wrong and basically got caught. Where, where were the passports? Uh, were they in a safe? Were they in a drawer, a box? I mean, where were they? I, I don't actually know. They were probably in the office, I would she assume, because that makes the most that. sense. Doesn't but even know. Uh, again, they didn't disclose where they picked things up, so I can't say How for certain. You, why didn't you now, know? in his first interview uh, since the raid, uh, the president told Fox News Digital that people are so angry at what is taking place, whatever we can do to help, the temperature has to be brought down in the country. If it isn't, terrible things are going to happen. What did the president mean by happen? terrible things are going to happen? Kill FBI agents? I think 
think he just is looking at what's happening in the country and realizing the angst that people are going through. I think he's saddened by the frustration that Americans like that. are facing and realizing well, that their what? government has been hijacked by uh, radicals, radicals that don't care about the American people and don't care about our quality of life and our what? culture. As a culture, this is a new step that we've never experienced before and a level, to some extent, of fear in the nation that the government's becoming overreaching. And I think I think he's concerned about that devolution of our culture and what we hold sacred. That is what I believe. I didn't specifically ask him that question, but that would be my understanding, that he doesn't like the direction that the country's going. Well, of course, the left is jumping on it, saying the president's intimating that people could commit violence, be another January 6th. But you're saying that that's not yeah. what you... You, you believe not he was at getting all. at it. was a corrosive Trump effect on it. Correct. Not not at all. President Trump loves this country and he's never supported violence, although the left has. So I think it's a bit hypocritical and uh, ironic that they would try to throw that narrative out when he has been peaceful and brought peace to the world and peace to this nation. Uh, and, and is trying to bring peace to this nation. He reached out to Merrick Garland and said, you know, Anything I can do after you raided my personal residence, and sorry, this is through his attorneys, but he wanted a specific message to Merrick Garland. This was not them directly, but saying, I want Merrick Garland to know that I support uh, bringing this nation together and, and lowering the temperature, as you said. What can I do? You know, my resources are at your disposal. I'm willing to do anything. And the DOJ ignored it. Like they, they didn't respond. That was on Thursday morning. And then a few hours later, Merrick Garland gave a three minute press brief where he didn't even bother to disclose to the American public that President Trump was trying to be helpful in the situation. Well, what, what so specifically I, was President Trump suggesting? All right, and then we caught that part of it, folks. You know, I want to just make a point. Um, and again, good afternoon at 1251. Folks, he, here's, here's a problem that people get into. And I think the email that I got from, I think it was Brian, saying, do I think President Trump is a crook? <clears throat> here's what I think would be helpful. This is what I've seen. Would, would you, I, we, there's a huge part of this that we don't know. Now, I recognize there's a lot of talking point people out there. And they're putting forth that they want to get him. It's a witch hunt. Blah, 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 the whole thing. Okay. Now, you don't want to get, I'll tell you what you want to avoid. And again, people are going to make their own decisions. And again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show at 1251 at AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. Um, someone, do you think he's a crook? I, I don't know about the word crook. I don't know that that's such, I don't know about the question. And I don't want to be overly critical of the question. But if you step, I'll tell you a problem that's going on. If you step forward without having all the information and hear me out and say, there's no way he did anything wrong. Okay, then as, as news will come out, the inclination is people aren't, you're not trying to absorb the news. You're then just trying to surf and find nuggets of information that will back up your assessment that he did nothing wrong. Folks, there are people that prey on people. I'm going to give some, some bad analogies, but just analogies all the same. Someone goes to the doctor and 
they are diagnosed that they have a terminal disease. And the doctor says, I'm sorry, but you're essentially, there's nothing we can do. You're gonna, you have three to six months to live. There are people out, if, if that person wants to, you can find people out there that will say, nope, I can treat you. Nope, I can cure you. And there's hope. You know, there was that guy that he was, a, he, he was in the carpet business. <clears throat> and he used to, I don't know what he used to put in a potion. It was like Gatorade. And he gave them like a sedative. And it was like the green drink. This guy, he went to federal prison. He would prey on people who were told that they had no, the terminal illness. But of course, they didn't want to hear that. Their family didn't want to hear it. And they were willing to pay thousands of dollars. There are people that travel to Mexico, that travel overseas and try all these things because there's someone giving them that hope. And it, it's, it's so disingenuous and horrible that they prey upon that um, because they're, they're not accepting their fate. And we're not talking about a second opinion. We're talking about they, they fall into snake oil salesmen, as they're called, who are then peddling them these magic potion drinks that will cure them. And this guy, I mean, he went to federal prison. He had, he had an online, he got an online diploma from someplace that he paid. It was like off the coast of Africa. Supposedly that was his medical degree. He walked around in a jacket that said Dr. So-and-so. Um, he pretended he was a doctor and he would get these people that had months to live and their families would take them there and they'd say, you know, it'd give them a warm massage and give them this drink. They'd be like, you know what? I feel better. You know what? They they wanted to think they feel better and they're telling their family, you know, I think I feel better. And then they would, you know, they'd unfortunately die within three to six months. And after the 2020 election, look at the people that came forward. Sidney Powell, Lynn Wood. I can't believe it, but Rudy Giuliani. No, 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 no. We're going to keep you in office. Pat Cipollone, some of these other attorneys were saying, I, I don't see how you can pull this off. And unfortunately, President Trump fell into this web of individuals. No, no, no. We're going to overturn the election. You're not going anywhere. We can do this. You tell me what happened. Who's in, who's in the White House right now? Mike Lindell, last summer, by August, he'll be the president again as long as you buy my pillow. So here we go again. Christina Bob is the new Sidney Powell. Christina Bob is an attractive Mike Lindell. So I want to just, I want people to understand this. I don't know yet. I'm withholding judgment. The people that are jumping, you don't know who's cooperating. You don't know what they have. Now, if you want to say whoever's cooperating is a liar, well, then now you're in cult status. And there are people in cult status. So there are. Someone posted, um, and, and this is reminiscent of people just start freaking out um, warning signs of the cult education institute the leader's always right 
Criticism of the leader, questioning the leader is considered persecution. Anything the leader does is justified, no matter how harmful it may be. The leader is the only source of truth. Everybody else is lying. Disciples must be devoted to the leader. Never question him. Listen, I am telling you that, Christina Bob, I'm telling you right now, is bad news. And her thing of the, you know, the problem is the people trust President Trump. They don't trust the FBI. The FBI is corrupt. I have some of you. The FBI is a corrupt organization. I mean, that, that is ludicrous. I, I, I deal with FBI agents, men and women. They are they're smart. They're dedicated. They, they know the law. They're earnest. They have good education. They take what they do very seriously. They move very methodically. You're in the same category of the people saying every corrupt, every cop is a racist. Every cop is Derek Chauvin. You know, the, the, just remember the crowd. Mark Furman planted the glove. Has to be. There's no way OJ killed those people. No, this is, it's because he's black. No, no way. That's who did it. There's no way OJ did it. If there's anyone that says he did it, they're lying. How did the glove get there? It was planted by racist cops. I mean, it's the, so now it's okay, the FBI, but look at, she didn't even know where the blank and passports were. I don't know what they have. Next hour, I'm going to talk a little bit more, actually a lot more about the, um, some of our local elections. Now, folks, listen, I reckon there's some people, they start going nuts. I've been dealing with it for a week. You have to keep saying it was planted. You have to say the FBI's have to get him. You have to say blah, 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 blah. Though that means you're a Biden supporter. Listen, like, get a hold of yourself. Why, why don't we wait and see what, what they have here? There's obviously people cooperating because they knew where to go. No, I don't believe law enforcement are all corrupt. I do know he could do a lot better for legal representation than that individual. I'll say that. And I will feel better when he gets proper legal representation that he needs. Here's what we're going to do. Next hour is radio only. AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I'm not a Biden supporter. I'm just trying to remain in reality. Also, I have a gang update for you next next hour as well. Again, you can listen to the, at the website, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. It's John DePietro. On this Tuesday, we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news a full hour ago. The power hour is next right here on the John DePietro Show.